You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, episode 15. Regardless of how we look, our self-confidence can only come from within. But regardless, we do have the option of changing our skin health for the better. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. Today, I'm so excited to dig into this episode. We're going to be going over a topic that is mostly overlooked and definitely underrated, yet it's one thing that so many of us strive for and is a defining factor culturally and what people define as beauty. This episode is all about our skin. So today we'll be talking about what our skin does and the importance on our health, how our skin, brain, and gut are all connected, how to fix our hormones to fix our skin, and the simple step to lasting health that could be more important than what we put in our body. You'll want to tune in if you're looking to achieve lasting, vibrant, and youthful skin, and even more than that, to put an end to toxic buildup in our body. So let's get started. So we're diving right into the skin today, which is actually a very broad topic considering the number of function our skin plays and the assaults it gets every day. I mean, it's being attacked at more angles than almost any other system, yet it's also one of the most underrated systems of the human body. Just to set the stage, we have to note that our skin is our largest organ, covering around 18 square feet of the human body. So it's definitely something to take into consideration when we look at overall health. In fact, our skin, hair, and nails are all a great representation of what is happening inside our body. And if we have something wrong with our skin, our hair, or nails, we can almost certainly look inwards to find issues as well. That's why they say you can't fix your external without fixing things internally first. Yet we still try, don't we? Just like with our weight, we look for that quick fix that will make the scale go down or lose inches, but we forget that weight loss before health never ends well. The same goes for our skin. We can run to promises of a quick fix for acne, a product or a cream that will fix it all, and it may, but only externally and without fixing the root, more than likely you're always going to be dealing with the same situation. So today we're going to talk about that. Talk about the internal perspective of our skin, from what we eat to how we live life, but we'll also get into product use because we can't deny the fact that products are playing a role especially when our largest organ has the ability to absorb 70% of what we put on it. Yes, you heard that right. 70% of the chemicals in our products from lotion, shampoos, mousse, makeup, you name it, are getting absorbed directly into our bloodstream. Yikes is right. But before we get out our products, let's just address what our skin does and how it gets assaulted or effective. By the way, I must mention, I'm going to try my best not to make this a complete science lesson, But generalizations, because as always, my belief is that everyone's body is different. And so all of the science on the body is just a generalization. It really boils down to knowing your own body, 
having an intimate relationship with yourself and doing what is best for you. So let's break down the generalization, shall we? Our skin actually has a ton of vital functions in the body. Biologically, our skin is our first line of defense. It takes the abuse, withstands the weather, and blocks as many irritants and chemicals as possible. To be more specific, our skin is pretty darn important to our survival. So the obvious is that our skin is a protective barrier. Like we just mentioned, it's helping to combat all that we are bombarded with, including elements of the weather, all while preserving our internal fluid and organs. The second function, it's used as a detoxification pathway. Skin is a passageway that rids our body of toxins and helps prevent chemical and waste buildup through sweating and excess moisture release, but also could be through excessively oiled skin and blocked pores. The third component is protection from injury. Ultimately, it's the first signal to our brain that we're being hurt. The signal helps us to reach quickly to prevent a worse injury, such as when we feel the heat of a fire, we naturally move away. Another key piece of our skin is the use as a diagnostic tool. In fact, it's one of the most accurate diagnostic tools there is and one that I definitely always use. We talked briefly about this at the beginning of the episode that you can pretty much assume that your external appearance is only as good as your internal function, allowing the skin to signal for early warning signs of many diseases which can manifest on the skin. This brings us to the fifth vital component of the skin and one that is so fascinating to me. It's the skin's ability to convert rays from the sun into usable vitamin D in the body. I mean, isn't that pretty incredible when you think about it? The sixth function goes along with the first, which is comfort. Skin is the body's natural heating and air conditioning system. It regulates our temperature and prevents overheating and freezing by maintaining a consistent inner body temperature, regardless of the outside temperature. Seven is our skin is a natural antibacterial. Those oil glands that some of us despise, that oil contains bacteria to fight off disease, harsh chemicals, soaps, and skincare products that deplete our body's natural protective oils, which kill this natural defense strategy. This is also why a sign of dry or oily skin is not always something you've just been dealt, but more than likely an imbalance in your skin microbiome, which we'll get into in a bit. But before we go there, we got to finish here. Number eight is, of course, we can't talk about the skin without recognizing its function at bringing pleasure. Touch is one of the most meaningful ways we connect with other people. From a handshake to a hug, it can fire an intense emotional connection, making it one of the most vital components of the skin. And finally, the skin makes up who we are. And for most of us, this is the defining role in how we perceive ourselves and thus why people spend billions of dollars every year on products that claim to help give them more radiant and vibrant skin, to slow the aging process, and to take away wrinkles. Unfortunately, regardless of how we look, our self-confidence can only come from within. But regardless, we do have the option of changing our skin health for the better. While those are nine of the most well-known functions of the skin, there are of course always more. I mean, I don't think any of us at this point can deny the importance of our skin, and yet in the health realm is so overlooked, but in the beauty category is the most talked about component of the body. So we're kind of at the divide trying to verge the gap, helping us to have radiant, vibrant, youthful skin, but not at the expense of our health. So the question arises, what really does affect our skin? Again, it's being bombarded from multiple different angles almost every second of the day. 
If we look internally, we can find what is known as the gut-brain-skin axis, which can be broken down into the impact our skin is having via what our gut and our brain are dealing with, and vice versa, our skin is impacting our GI system as well as our brain. They're all interconnected, which makes this kind of a big deal. So for in the means of healing from the inside out, we really have to take into account each piece, and that starts with our nutrient profile. Because our nutrient profile from the quality of our caloric intake to how many nutrients we can obtain in a day makes all the difference in how each of our cells function. Without the proper breakdown, well, you can bet that something isn't working as optimally as possible. So we're going for functionality and practicality, which will help us achieve optimal health, basically meaning our body is able to do the job that it was designed, and this is exactly where we want to be. But this also means that a good nutrient profile helps our hormones. And when it comes to the skin, there are three main inner insults that are all related on the axis. One is our hormones, two is inflammation, and three is detoxification. Three things in which we need to balance and optimize to see our skin heal. So the good news is we really don't need to break them all down separately. Really, they are all interrelated and the same diet and lifestyle for optimization is all the same across all three. So take a deep breath. We got this. And I promise it isn't as overwhelming as it seems. So how do we do this? It starts with alkalinity. You see, when we talk about the pH of our system, it allows every other function to work at its prime and you become a well-oiled system, efficient and healthy. To clarify again, the best way to get clear, vibrant skin is to balance our hormones, reduce inflammation, and optimize detoxification. And the only way we can do all three is to get rid of the bad and leave lots of room for the good. And the key to all of these things is the pH of our body. Now I know pH can be a controversial issue in health, but the bottom line, if we look at lifestyle factors and the difference between acidic and alkaline things, there's no arguing which is better. Just if I asked you what was better for you, a chocolate chip cookie or a cup of broccoli? There's no denying it, unfortunately, that broccoli is always going to be better than that chocolate chip cookie, whether you like to admit it or not. But that's truth. We all know this stuff. It's just implementing it and ultimately knowing your why. The reason. So here's a reason that could be your reason for living a more alkaline life. So let's take this all the way back to our high school chemistry class. pH stands for potential hydrogen. And it's used to describe the acid-alkaline ratio of a substance, which ranges from 0, which is the most acidic, to 14, or the most basic. Our health is in direct portion to the ratio and maintaining the right balance of acidity and alkalinity, and this includes even on our skin. This is key not just in our skin, but our overall health, including our hormone flow. So how do we do this? We have to create a proper balance between alkaline-forming foods, like our vegetables and fruits, compared to our acid-forming foods, like grains, animal products, coffee, and tea, aiming to avoid the high acidic foods and the highly inflammatory foods, which in the end will wreak havoc on your skin. These would, of course, be sugar, gluten, dairy, caffeine, and for some of the other highly inflammatory-causing foods and some people, like citrus, tomatoes, and animal products, to name a few. Now, I know all of you are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It can be overwhelming, I know, and I know you probably want to hit stop on this podcast, but let's bring it back and help you to see how we can realistically do this. It's focusing on the good and trying to consume as many alkaline-forming foods as possible 
instead of just looking to give up or restrict. Because let's face it, restriction and deprivation get us nowhere except binging on it because of course our rebellious spirits are alive and well. So focus on the good, a healthy diet made with foods of the earth, mostly vegetables, fruits, and herbs with a sprinkling of healthy acidic forming foods like animal proteins if you choose, as well as some grains. While we could talk all day about the diet, it really is a key component in all the areas. But if you want to get a little more specific in hormone flow, And talking about the skin, we can't deny that dairy has been shown to be the worst offender when it comes to our skin. With over 60 hormones and dairy products that could potentially throw off your hormone flow, unfortunately, it seems to be the worst offender. So opting to skip out for a bit and see if it helps your skin may not be a bad idea. It's definitely a good place to start. And when we talk about what you should do to produce proper alkalinity in your body, reducing inflammation, and increased detoxification, here are five additional things that I would definitely recommend. One is to eat more healthy fats. Again, the basis of our hormone flow comes from healthy fats. We need enough of them in our diet, so we need to start eating more of them, like coconut oil or olive oil. Number two is to balance our fats, like our omega-6 fatty acids and our omega-3 fatty acids. We hear a lot about omega-3s, and that's because we just simply don't get enough of them. So reducing our seed oils, like canola oil, soybean oil, sunflower seed oil, all of those things are going to reduce the omega-6 oils and bring them back into a balance where you could increase omega-3s, like your chia seeds and your flax seeds, to bring that back into a balance. Number three is to heal our leaky gut. This is critical, and it really just, again, boils down to trying to work to eliminate as many of those inflammatory-causing foods and replacing them with healthy foods. Number four, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, is to eliminate toxins. So that's toxins coming from your skincare products. That's toxins coming from your food. All things which are wrecking havoc on your health. And number five is to get more sleep. We definitely are a nation that doesn't sleep well, hence why the number one prescribed pill is the sleeping aid. And if we really look at sleep and the importance it has on our body, we can recognize why sleep is essential and vital. It's the only time our body really has to heal and rejuvenate and essentially to get back into balance and help our body to flow naturally. So we need to get enough sleep. So those are five quick tips that I would also recommend in addition to eating a more alkaline diet and to living a more alkaline life. Now that we cover briefly, and I say briefly because someone could talk for days on the impact our insides are having on our outsides, we want to start focusing on our skin's microbiome and how our outsides are affecting our insides as well. Because again, it goes both ways. So like we've talked about, culturally, our skin is a big deal. It's the leading indicator in health and vitality and mentally plays a component in our self-confidence. But here's the thing, just like what we've been learning about and hearing about with our GI microbiome and the importance of a healthy one in our body, the same holds true for our skin. We must support a healthy skin microbiome for optimum health. Without this, well, we have a lot of big problems and cosmetic ones as well. So just to clarify, our microbiome is the environment and atmosphere in which bacteria live on our bodies. Good and bad, if we look at our skin as an ecosystem rather than just a topic of beauty, things change, right? Considering what we know about the GI microbiome or our healthy gut bacteria and all the news about leaky gut, 
And considering what we know about the GI microbiome or the healthy gut bacteria, also leaky gut, what we hear about in the media all the time, we can start to connect the dots that our skin microbiome is extremely important as well. In fact, our skin holds 1 billion microbes per square centimeter of area, making this a big deal. I know, I promise not to get too scientific, but our ecosystem of our body is quite fascinating. I mean, to break it down, the bacteria in and on our body tends to be established at birth. And from there, it is affected by what we do, from the infant's first bath to the creams, antibiotics, lifestyle choices, and continued exposure to products that alters our microbiome, leading to skin issues, sensitivities, oily skin, dry scalp, eczema, rosacea, just to name a few. So let's take an example for instance. Say someone has excessively oily skin. The common thought is that you were just dealt that, right? Like that's just what you have is oily skin. And so you need a drying agent to get the oil to stop. But what if it was actually the opposite? What if our body was overproducing oil because it was constantly fighting you and not getting enough of it? So now it's overproducing oil because you're constantly trying to dry out the skin. What if instead of drying out the skin with products, you added oil to your face and that was more beneficial at evening out and getting rid of the oily skin? Remember, our body is never fighting us and if we leave with that mentality that our body is never against us, then it's just learning to work with it and sometimes going with the opposite thought pattern that most people go with. So yes, oily skin tends to actually come into the picture because of a deficiency in healthy fats in your diet and not enough healthy oils in our products. So I hope this is helping you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Supporting our skin's microbiome comes down to good products, safe products, natural things, which is harder to come by than you realize, considering the beauty industry has little regulations and can claim most anything, even the word safe and natural, without actually having to be it. Dirty little secrets are everywhere, right? It's really frightening and confusing just how many chemicals are in our beauty products, the things we slather all over our skin every single day. And we're talking not just drying out our skin, but true damaging chemicals that have been linked to fertility issues, cancers, autoimmunity, and the buildup of fat cells simply because your body can't detoxify fast enough. Not to mention the chemicals that mimic hormones in our body And we all know what happens when we start tinkering with our hormone flow. Everything gets a little more wonky and we start working a lot more slowly in the end tanking your metabolism. And these issues compound day after day because of something that could be preventable. And now that I have your attention, there really is good news. The good news is there are companies that have your back. But before we get into what I recommend, I want you to do something. I want you to write down every product you put on your skin, even the laundry detergent you use because your clothes sit on your skin every day. Then I want you to go to the website ewg.org and type in the products you use. It's going to rate them on a scale of 0 to 10, 0 being safe and 10 being extremely harmful. Check out where your products rate and start to get rid of the ones that don't match up. I try to keep my products at a 3 and under for sure. Just like my food, the quality of products you use matters. Quality always matters. We may even go as far to say that what you put on your body has just as big of an impact, if not bigger, than what you're putting on your body. So it's a big deal for sure. So here are some things that you can do. 
One is start by tallying up your beauty products and getting rid of anything that doesn't make the cut. Number two is to buy safe products. Just from experience, I've tried a lot of natural products and homemade ones as well. And while I do love the homemade version, I still find them not to be like traditional store-bought cosmetics, obviously, and that's why I love, love, love the brand Beauty Counter. I'll add links in my show notes, but seriously, they're the best at creating high-quality, sleek, and professional products without the damaging chemicals. Again, I'll link that up in the show notes. But the third thing is to eat a more alkaline diet, or better said, a more plant-based diet that is nutrient-dense to allow all cells to function as they should. Number four is to reduce or eliminate high-inflammatory-causing foods and hormonal disruptors. Remember, dairy tends to be especially damaging with acne, more so if you have a damaged or leaky gut. This includes getting rid of your whey protein powder and switching to a vegan source. Again, I'll link that in the show notes. Number five is to sleep. The only time for your body to heal and rejuvenate is through rest. So we must sleep and sleep enough. And remember, quality of sleep matters. And number of six is, of course, movement and hydration and just the everyday natural functions of living healthy life. We can't deny that it's all the steps coming together that's going to help really implement this and kickstart your body into a new way of health. Remember, our skin is a direct correlation to what is happening on the inside of our body. The ecosystem of our skin matters, and choosing quality over quantity is always going to be the best option. Like I mentioned, as we come to the end of the show, we really could talk for days about skin, and I'm working on bringing some experts on the show. But in the meantime, one thing that takes no work is just working on switching out beauty products to use only the highest quality, providing the best results. And it always comes back to making one small change every day, adding up to big things, So this week, I want you to take time to analyze your diet. Are you eating too many inflammatory-causing foods? Are you using toxic beauty products that you didn't even realize? Take an inventory of your life and slowly start putting the pieces of health back together in the right order to make this last scene. And because I've received quite a few questions about the skin, I'm going to be posting a bonus Q&A on Friday all about our skin, the hormone flow, alkalinity, and safe products, anything and everything you'd want to know about the skin. If you have any questions or want further explanations, please shoot me back an email, leave a comment on the show notes, or even on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you leave a question or comment, I'll be sure to address that in the show that will be released on Friday. So get them in soon. And as always, if you're looking for more motivation and support, or just want to take along in my own personal journey and the change in path that Simple Roots is taking, make sure you head on over to my site, simplerootswellness.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter. You'll always get a dose of real life encouragement, motivation, and a lot of other goodies I'll be sending your way. But before we go, as always, if you enjoyed the show, make sure you head on over and subscribe so you are sure to stay up to date when the latest shows get released. Also, I would be honored if you would take one minute out of your day to leave an honest rating and review. I want this show to go where you want it to continually help change and transform our lives to become healthier, more vibrant, and filled with joy. The ratings and reviews make this possible, as well as allow others to find this life-changing show. To rate and review the show, log on to simplerootswellness.com review, or head over to the show notes. We're aiming to get 150 reviews by the end of May, and if we hit that, I'll be sending out some awesome sway bags full of all kinds of healthy and natural goodies to some lucky people. 
To give you a clue, Beauty Counter products will be featured in the bag along with a lot of other goodies. So make sure you head on over there and leave a rating and review. But to leave you, I really want to leave you feeling empowered and encouraged. I'm not intending for this to look like everything is against us, but to showcase how much of our health lies in our hands and that it generally takes simple changes that make all the difference. So make sure you leave those questions and check back on Friday for that special episode. Here's to clear skin.